I'm Tanner. And I'm Erica. And this podcast is about nothing in particular. But it's also about everything going on in our lives. We just finished our very first garden show as Famous in Oregon. Yeah, so we have a little bit of experience with this kind of thing um, prior to opening our brick and mortar store. So not much. Um, I remember it as not a great experience in the past. So I was a little nervous, but also excited going into this. And let me just tell you, um, having a brick and mortar store absolutely legitimizes it makes <laughs> whatever the, you're selling. <laughs> it makes the farmer's markets and these, these garden shows a lot better. We hadn't done a garden show ever. previously. Yeah. We had only ever done farmer's markets. And, like and there's a really big difference. Events. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This was such a great experience. Well, people are expecting to buy plants. Exactly. At this, because that's all they were doing. It was a garden Nora. show. Ask Nora about that concept. <laughs> yeah. She knows all about it. She was a great ob- observer of that one. We always think about, like, who we're marketing to and who our warm market is and all that. It doesn't get warmer than a garden show for us. It doesn't get any warmer. <laughs> it was legit hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty cold, which was weird. We had a lot of people, though, come just because they heard about it from us. Yeah, that was really cool to see our customers in a different spot. And they, you know, came out to us and, you know, they drove from Prosper yeah, to come here. All the way out to the uh, show, so that was great. There were some TikTokers that came, too. Mm-hmm. I, think. I yeah. heard you talking to them, but I was helping somebody else. Someone came from TikTok. Uh, well, they told me that they were, they had commented on a video when I was talking about it, and they came. Oh, that's So that was cool. And then there are some other ones, I think, that already follow. One of the master gardeners that was putting on the event, uh-huh. she follows me. Oh, on TikTok? Uh-huh. Oh, how funny. I yeah, and I went and met her. And follow her. Oh, that's the girl that the mom came and said for you to go please talk to her that she would be so tickled if you found her. Yeah. And she was really nice. She um we talked about plants a little bit and yeah. That's weird for you. Well, uh, you know at a garden show. Common interest. <laughs> Seemed appropriate. Tanner kept trying to get out of there though and go walk around and buy stuff. I'm over here checking people out and I see the credit card notifications. Forty eight dollars at the freaking tortilla chips place. And they were good tortilla thirty dollars at the lavender farms, and then hey, they're good plants. It was your shopping spree. It was so funny. I mean, because you don't buy anything usually. Yeah, I don't usually. I, well, I mean, you told me to get the chips. I just added on all the queso. Yeah, three different kinds of queso that we need to eat by Friday, the yeah. expiration date. <laughs> oh, he told me they'd be good for like 30, 40 days. What? Yeah, that's the only reason I got three. Yeah, well, he got two. Because I couldn't choose between the three, and I was like, well, if they don't expire for a while, I'll maybe just get I'll, all of them. Maybe I'll freeze a couple of them. There you go. If we do that, maybe that, that will work out. The setup and the takedown from the show was uh, pretty nice and seamless, considering it was our first one. But there's a big difference to these shows than the ones we did before, because before, we didn't have any money. And what we did have, we put towards buying this inventory. That's so true. then the pressure was on to now sell this inventory. That's true. <laughs> and sometimes it would sell, but most times it wouldn't. Our display was a lot cuter, and I guess we're more well-known. And the store, like you said, really establishes us. And let's not forget, again, we were at a garden show. So how, that did really well for us. How cool was it, though, to not 
because before my like pickup line used to be, are you a plant lady? When they'd yeah. stop and look at my When we would whatever. do it at the farmer's markets. Yeah. That yeah. was your, that was your. That was my signature line. Dang yeah. it. We forgot to videotape that TikTok. You that would have been really funny. Yeah. Of being ignored at the booth. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I have to use that pickup line anymore because now guess what I say? Well, have you, you been, me. have you, have you been to our store in Prosper? Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you have a store? And actually, Julie and Jill said that we, and we, I had no idea, but apparently people were leaving the garden show and going to our store. Jill and Julie are our managers. They they work for us at our plant shop. Mm-hmm. So they were saying that people were leaving the show and going to the actual store, which is nice because we would always tell them it's like 10 minutes West. It's, it's ten minutes. Ten minutes that way. Sixteen minutes. Oh, is it really? Yes. No way. Yeah. It's good for him. Gas is cheap. You told me it was like ten minutes, and that's what I was telling him the whole time. Well, because I wanted him to come to the store. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry in advance to everybody listening that got duped by this, myself or my wife. This my podcast is making me realize just what a shady character I am over here taking grapes. <laughs> taking grapes. Lying to people. <laughs> What's next? Well, that was because they hit traffic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That did it. I believe you. <laughs> you meant 10 minutes as the crow flies. <laughs> exactly. They didn't ask about that. <laughs> I was really impressed with, um, like I said, how seamless pretty much everything was set up. And we took it down really easily, too. It took an hour for a takedown, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a lot. And we re stocked most people did not restock yesterday and we had to cart everything one you know one cartloads cart at a time out to the van and back which was a distance and then once it all got in the van then we had to go to the store and unload it stage yeah. it and... yeah yeah so yeah i'm not really day... sure where i'm going to store it though the garage is a little bit messy not totally messy but kind of well two and weeks i'm gonna ago, have to you know two weeks ago on our day off Tanner got this wild hair that he was going to clean the garage. But usually his wild hair about cleaning the garage involves the whole family. And I mean, like, Noah home from school. Hey, he offered last time. Tanner will be like, hey, Noah's coming home this weekend. Why don't we clean the garage on Saturday (laughs) or whatever? (laughs) Well, Tanner, it's been lots of years that you've been around our family. Yeah. But I would like to hear of one time that family cleanup anything has been successful. It's never happened. Never. You you get these, like, grandiose ideas of, like, the Brady Bunch and what it's supposed to look like. Well, and stuff. I, well that was the problem, is, like, if if the garage needed to be cleaned, everybody did it at my house. There were no... Yeah. doesn't no. matter. It's Saturday. We, yeah, we got to clean, you know, we're, you know, apples... It was Apple Day. Yeah, everyone was working on Apple Day. It was never a individual project. Everybody did it. Well, everybody here is busy. Like Maya's gone all day baby- babysitting on the weekends usually. Yeah, Lily's but you can to go to other things. You can make time for it. It's not like I'm the only one that benefits or the only one that messes out there. It would have to be. Well, I mean, you really are the only one that messes. No, <laughs> no. Have if, I don't mess out there? Have you seen the amount of stuff? Maya is over like she doesn't want to crate anymore. She has garbage from her room. She does. She just throws it out in the garage. What a little jerk. I mean, 
anything that she's tired of. If she redecorates her room or wants to move things around and this thing doesn't fit anymore, throws it out in the garage. Ah, it goes in the living room. That's why we have that peacock chair out there in the middle of nothing. Because I took it out of the garage and brought it back in the house. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, the, the family movie nights never work out for you in the family cleanup days. That's not true. We had, a, we had a great movie night not that long ago. Oh, yeah, but it wasn't a movie. It was a documentary. kind of. I mean, it was a multi-episode documentary. It was longer than a movie. I love how Nora's old enough now where she can watch stuff with us and get it and be involved and not, yeah. you know, wanting to be on her phone or whatever. Not wanting to watch, the, I don't know. I, I don't think this was the most appropriate show for her to watch with us. But it wasn't that bad. She can hang with the big boys. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's a documentary. It I mean, was the... Um, Tinder no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, this one was about the dad who got his son off. Oh, yeah. That kid who was falsely accused of murder and the dad, like, dedicated his whole life for, like... We still joke about... What, like, almost 20 years or something. To get him off the hook. And he was finally successful. Yeah, and Nora um, dies laughing every time she thinks about this because there's a scene where... He's explaining just how diligent he's had to be to get his son off, and he's um, mowing the grass, and... <laughs> he's finally successful, and they're kind he's of going over, like, all the hard work has really yeah. paid off. And... and he didn't want his kid to sit in jail for a crime he didn't commit, and Tanner goes, not this guy, Mm-mm, not on his watch. <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> Maybe you had to be there. But we were laughing. It was the perfect joke at the perfect time. It was like dead quiet. And he, the dad was saying something about, uh, or the narrator of the, of the documentary was saying something about like, you know, this man never gave up on his son and he <laughs> always believed him and da da da. And, you know, uh, someone, you know, the real killer uh, almost got away with murder. And you said, not on his Not life. on this, guys. Remember. But it, what was so funny is that they're depicting, in the scene that they're depicting him in, he's the most average-looking person ever. Just mowing his lawn. He's a average dad. He's got, I mean, the, the stereotypical, like, white Nikes with the grass stains on them. He's got, he's got tube socks up to his knees. They're Reeboks. Those, you know. Those dad shoes, those are Reeboks. No, they're not. They're Nikes. Really? Yeah. Oh, the white and navy ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Dad shoes, classic. I don't actually know if those are his shoes, but he did have the socks pulled up halfway. And so it's just funny. That's how you wear your socks. You know. Oh, no. These are all the way to the knee. Oh. I, I wear them like half-calf. He goes. Full, he, he was going full knee. Going... Yeah, not on this guy's watch. <laughs> so every once in a while, Nora will still will say that. Not on my watch, or not on this guy's watch. She still thinks it's so funny. Not on her watch. Yeah, she thinks it's so funny. So maybe I haven't seen her laugh that hard in a really. And no, me either. We were all dying like in (laughs) tears. It was so funny for some reason. I don't know. But so maybe if we have a successful movie night, maybe I could also have a successful family cleaning day. Let's not get too crazy over there. Oh man, it would be so nice. No, because nobody knows where any of your stuff goes, but you. What? But again, it's, it's yours. No, it's I, yours. hey, I can delegate. No, again, it's not all mine. I could show you the amount of junk that has nothing to do with me out Jill, in that garage. Julie, 
Christy, Bailey, if you're listening to this, who makes the most messes at our shop? Do we want to go do a tour of how many <laughs> of your photos, your ex-husband's photos... That's what garages are for. ...are strewed all over the ground over there. Is that mine? Did I even take <laughs> those pictures? Bet. <laughs> I step over them every time I have to go out there. Well, maybe one fell out or something, but... Do you want to talk about all of the framed baby pictures out there? That That's will... what garages are for. That kind of stuff. Again, not mine. Well, not your baby, but your wife's baby. Okay. <laughs> I didn't put the pictures there. <laughs> you Sorry you don't have any pictures of your own kid framed. <laughs> <laughs> so you see what I mean? We need a family cleaning no, day. Because it is the family's mess. It would be nothing but the family's argument if we did that. Well, there's only one way to find out. That's half the fun, right? <laughs> We've never even gotten that far, though. <laughs> Not even, We haven't even accomplished the argument yet. <laughs> barely, we barely can watch a show together. We are so unsuccessful in the family cleaning day that we can't even fight about not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Memphis pretty soon. Memphis, Tennessee. I've never been. Yes, Memphis. It's one of those places that Whenever I leave, I always think, I'm coming back here. It takes you a while to get back. Last yeah. time you were there, Noah was in seventh grade, eighth grade, eighth grade going was, into ninth grade. Yeah, it was his trip uh, between eighth grade and ninth grade. And I love everything about it. It has such strong culture, mm -hmm. like strong, Yeah, because you know, music. Yeah. Um, Elvis, I love Elvis. You know, I've always been a big Elvis fan, and so... I've been to Graceland twice, about to go for the third time. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. It's really, really neat. Well, I'm not looking forward to the gas situation, however. I know. You know, because we have to drive our Ford Transit. Oh, perfect. And what is it, like seven hours or something like that? Yeah, what we're probably going to have to do is just leave that at the at the Airbnb and then rent or Uber. Because parking, parking. in the downtown and stuff. It's all parking garages. Yeah. You can't do that with that car. That would be pretty terrible. Yeah, I think we're going to just have to do Uber. Did you hear about that guy uh, in Oak Cliff? So it, another part of Dallas. Like South Dallas? It's like South Dallas, um, who turned his backyard into a <laughs> gas station. What? Yeah, we so... We there to fill it? It's uh, on the way. Uh, no. Yeah, right. Apparently... There's like this whole ring going on over there in Oak Cliff or like in the Dallas area down like in like they're stealing Dallas proper. Yes, they're gas. stealing. They're stealing gasoline, selling it wherever, you know, I, I'm i curious how much they're selling it for. I was just going to say that. Are they under? So like gas right now is like three, three eighty eight or something like that. Three eighty nine in most places, which is down from over four. Yeah. Last week. So is he going like. Three, three, no, three fifty. Is he going three dollars, or is he saying, yeah, a dollar a gallon, or something like that? I want to know how good the prices are. Yeah, because I mean, it would be out of the way to go down there. Actually, I was thinking it's on the way, but it's not. We're going north. So there's a couple <laughs> ways they've been doing it. I read, I read a little article about it. Apparently, they have those credit card skimmers. Uh huh. So I'm not really sure how it works. It's been going on for a long time. I remember, gosh, that's probably been going on for 10 or 15 10 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Where they are able to get your credit card information when you swipe your card. And then they just fill up, you know, little gas tanks or whatever. Yeah. Gas cans. Yeah. 
and uh, accumulate it all and then sell it that way. It's free to them. Wow. This is the better way. Listen to this. This is like some Ocean's Eleven stuff they've got going on is here. Is what he's, what this like little ring in Oak Cliff is doing? Yes. Okay. So they, you know, when you pull up to a gas station and like the gas truck is like refilling the station uh-huh. and they open through some little hole, you know, that's like a big protruding thing from the, in the ground. Yeah. And you always try to avoid them when you drive over them and all that. I don't. I like. Oh, you go for it. Over oh, yeah. fantastic! I yeah. Like that noise. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Changing out those tires. <laughs> so what they're doing is like they'll go during a really busy part of the day, and they're in a van, and they'll just pull in there and park on on top of one of those things. Oh. You know, and they say you know um, maybe like there's a, a driver and a passenger and they'll get out, or nobody will get out. And it's all self-contained. They have a little hole in there. They have a cut-out hole in the van where they do it all from there, and they have big drums inside the van that they fill up and then they leave. Don't get in a wreck on your way home. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Can you imagine? Poof! Jeez, that could be that could be really bad. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's the operation that's happening. Are you serious? Yeah. Well. It would be easy to pull up at a gas station that's really busy if they just go to the Seven Eleven, this one over here. Oh my gosh, house. can you imagine? We call it the Sexy Eleven because it's like one of those high end ones where they sell like cigars and wine, wine and yeah. They always think that my stevia and my collagen they also sell. They're always trying to ring me out with that whenever yeah. I go get coffee there and bring in my mixins. Yeah. So anyway, this parking lot is just so poorly designed. I have no idea. I think they all thought we were driving like our pedal bikes, like our, our our scooters. I have no clue what they were thinking. It's the tiniest parking lot. It's, it's the crazy. Tiniest parking lot. It's a huge Seven Eleven. So there's like lots of shopping that goes on in there. Oh yeah, and a restaurant. Yeah, and a restaurant, the Laredo Taco, which is not good. Not good. It's like they were almost there. They were thinking about getting some flavor. But they just never could hit that ball out of I the I saw a great TikTok yesterday. About? That has to do with blandness or lack of flavor. Really? It's fantastic. Talking about LaCroix. Yes. And he was like, took a tour of the LaCroix factory. This is actual footage from the LaCroix factory. And each flavor got progressively more ridiculous. So at first it starts out and it's like he takes the like, you know, for the orange LaCroix, he takes the absolute tiniest shaving of uh, of appeal that he can do. And he just flicks it into the glass and then like stirs it up. And, and, that's, like, it? and that's the LaCroix. All the, and then the very last one, it gets progressively more dramatic. The very last one, I can't remember what the flavor was, kiwi. Um, it sets. So it's got this glass of water and then. He answers the phone, and the phone says kiwi, and it's got like the kiwi fruit for and uh, whatever. And that's what makes the. And he puts the phone up next to the glass, doesn't even put it on speaker, <laughs> and that's the flavor infusion. He mixes it up. He's like, done. <laughs> that's how flavorless Laredo taco is. It really is. It's like they called up salt on the phone and said, "Please." And said, "This is our yeah, this is our flavoring." It's just not good. I don't know, and I always have like big hopes and dreams when we go there yeah it's just the people there are like not on my watch you're not having a good taco Mm -mm. (laughs) 
<laughs> this will put calories in you, but beyond that, <laughs> you're going to have to go somewhere else. I remember telling you that the last time or two times ago. I remember saying, I know that I'm eating something, but it's just like I'm eating a food paste right now. I mean, I'm not really sure what it is. Yeah, it's just something that I can tell is going to fill me up, but I don't really know much more than that. What's funny to me about these gas stations that pop up in the back of somebody's yard. Yeah. I mean, they have to know it's a matter of time before they're caught. You don't get caught. Like before you sell out. I guess the thing is you're on the clock, sell out of gas before you get caught. Because once it's sold, I mean, you can't track gasoline. I mean, they can go in your car and see that you have these big drums and a big hole in your floorboard. I mean, that doesn't mean anything unless you're caught with stolen gas are you oj's attorney i'm just saying right i mean i don't know i don't know that doesn't mean anything well anybody (laughs) yeah i could you know just want a hole in the floor of my van who knows (laughs) but it's so bizarre because like so these last people they got caught because their neighbor just videoed the whole transaction all you know and sent it into the police tired of the line of people i'm sure there they needed to do but that's what i mean but like how do you? How are they coordinating this? Because if if, if let's say word got out, the gas is a dollar a gallon at this address. There's going to be a line around the block. Oh yeah. How are they? So how are they coordinating this? You maybe. have some phone number you text, and they're like, "Yeah, come at." Maybe they have to have a code or something. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm interested in the. I'm in, I'm interested in the gasoline ring. I respect the entrepreneurship there. It's a lot of hustle. A lot of. <laughs> A lot of uh, crime involved. Yeah, we support small business. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to the shady list. There you go. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe for more. Also, if you want to get a look at some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, follow us on Instagram at the May December podcast.